Hello, everyone. This is your host, Mel Wallace, and we'd like to welcome you to another episode of Start, Run, Grow. This is where we talk about a range of topics to help entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs and startups to set and achieve their entrepreneurial goals. Because we understand that a strong and successful small business will build a strong and successful community. And strong communities builds a strong nation. So let's get started to help you reach the next level of success in your small business. Let's start, run, and grow together. Hey guys, this is Mel Wallace with Start, Run, Grow, and today we have another exciting topic, another episode that we're going to share golden nuggets, if you will, of managing your small business and kind of going to basics, right? We want to start with first things first, and we want to cover these two things. Number one, when we talk about managing your small business, we want to explain and share with you why management actually matters why management matters. And then the second thing we want to touch on today is time management. You know, the biggest uh, challenge I think a lot of us have is as small business or micro business owners or people that are thinking about starting a smaller micro business is how we manage our time and our busy, busy schedule. So we want to get into that today and to give you some information that we feel that will be very, very beneficial to you and your endeavors. So here's the thing. What is small business management? Okay, now there are probably a hundred different explanations of what can be considered small business management, right? But just kind of the, the definition that we're using for today's discussion is that small business owners, whether you are a small business or a micro business, ultimately we are all responsible for managing every single aspect of our companies right? We're responsible. So that means we have to cover everything from how to deal with the customers. What are the prices we need to set up? How about the products that we'll offer or the services that we'll offer? We have to cover marketing. We have to be responsible for uh, the management, the budgets, the resources, people. If you have people uh, that work with you, we have to talk about how do we set goals and objectives for our business and for our companies, right? So it's extremely important that each of us understand that management is a crucial part of what will make us successful. All right. Now, management, of course, is commonly defined, you know, as I guess the best word to use would be alignment, alignment and coordination of multiple activities in an organization. So that's the Webster Dictionary version of it, right? So again, this covers everything from customer service, marketing, sales, finance, hiring, communications, reporting, and purchasing. All of these things make up the management or business management of your small business. So the million dollar question is, so why does all this matter? Why does all this matter? So I'm going to give you a great quote. I can't take credit for it, but I want to share this with you. And, and when I saw this for the first time, it, it, it really struck me as something I wanted to write down. So I want to share it with you, right? We are what we repeatedly do. We are what we repeatedly do. So excellence then is not an act, but it's a habit. Okay, so let me say this again. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. 
Okay, so what's that mean? It means that management is important for all businesses, no matter how big they are, whether you are Walmart, your IBM, your Amazon, you're one of the big Fortune 50 companies, or you are a micro or small business here uh, in the state of South Carolina, North Carolina, Alabama, or wherever you are in the world, management matters. Okay, management matters. Now, this is one of the things that I, I really want to, to focus on because why? Learning management skills makes you better at your job, all right, and being better at running your business. So if those two things are, are working in concert, you're being better at the job that you have within your business, and you're being better at organizing your business and moving it forward, then guess what? That typically means that you will be profitable, that profits will follow because of your different management skills, now, the second reason that management matters is because management is the key to handling items like risk. Uh, it's the key to handling problems. And of course, with problems come opportunities, right? It also helps you to deal with economic downturns. I think we've all have gone through that over the last 12 months, 12 to 18 months, I would say, we've had to, those of us that are in business, have to figure out ways to keep the doors open, right? How to keep your people employed, how to keep the business running. Management is what helps you to make those type decisions on what to do next when the market changes. And again, the other side of this, management matters, particularly in periods of high growth, when things are actually going right. That's when you really, truly need management uh, practices in place. Okay, so you want to make sure that you do these things. So waiting to learn management skills until the day you need them may actually be too late. All right. It may, it's like the guy who jumps in the water and then he's trying to learn how to swim as he's in the ocean, right? So it's probably better to learn how to swim before you get in the water. I think you'll have better outcomes from that, uh, that process. But again, we want to make sure that when we talk about management, why it matters, it's about risk. It's about problems and opportunities. It, it allows you to handle economic downturns. And it allows you to handle when actually things are going right. When periods of high growth occur, management matters the most. So point number three, even small businesses need help from time to time. Now, you know, a lot of times, particularly as small and micro businesses, we think, you know, I can do all this on my own. Listen, I've, I've done this myself. I've ran, I've started a couple of small businesses and I've literally tried to do every single part of the job, if you will, of running my business by myself. And, and the good news is, yes, I have the passion. Yes, I have, you know, the knowledge and wherewithal to do it. But at the same time, it's important that you have other people on your team because you can only be as successful as your team is, right? And you realize very, very quickly that I can't do all this by myself. So no matter who you are or who your workers are, right, we have to figure out a way, and this is particularly if you have employees or you have contractors or you have people that provide services with you or for you, all right? We need to know how to direct these folks. Uh, the other point to, to this is that we need to understand, because it does happen, how to resolve conflicts. Maybe the conflict could be a contractual conflict. Maybe the conflict can be between your employees that are on the team. Maybe you have two or three contractors that are working for you. We have to be able to understand how to resolve conflicts. And ultimately, what this really is means, uh, more than anything else, we talk about uh, businesses, small businesses needing help from time to time. 
we have to understand how do we pull everybody together so we can work together as a team, right? So we all need to learn basic management skills, basic management skills. So let's talk about this. The next point is time management, time management, okay? Now, time management, of course, is the process of organizing and planning how to divide your time between your specific activities that occur on a day-to-day -day basis in order to run your business, all right? So good time management enables us to work smarter, listen, and not harder, okay? Smarter and not harder. I think we all have heard that, uh, that, that description there, but it takes discipline. To, to be able to achieve that. And it also takes organization, okay? So the better organized you are, the better uh, systems you have in place, the better uh, you will, you will uh, produce uh, whatever your product or service is, or the better uh, a, or higher level of efficiency is what I'm really trying to get to, you'll be able to achieve within your business because everything's running like clockwork now. We've heard that expression, right? But that only happens when we are disciplined and when we are organized. So the most important skill that we can have uh, as business owners is time management. Y'all have all heard the saying that, you know, time is money and money is time, right? So one of the things, you know, that that cliche really represents is if we understand how to manage our time and what is the most uh, proficient way to manage our time, then it helps us to always uh, be in a situation where we can be a, a, a good and profitable business. Okay, so why is that, right? Why is time management so important to us? Well, because here it is. Because if you can't find time to do your work, it won't get done. If you can't find time to manage your business, it won't get done. If you can't find time to, to improve your products, it won't get done. If you can't find time to do your budgets, if you can't find time to create your expense uh, reports, all these things that we have to do as business owners and people that actually have businesses, if you can't find time to get the job done, then it won't get done. So again, Time management is crucial to those of us who are actually operating and running these small to micro businesses. So let's take a test. Let's take a test. I just want to give you a couple of questions and I just want you to kind of give really your, your honest answer to this, right? I'm going to ask you, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight questions I want to ask you. This is kind of a self-assessment, if you will. All right. So, when we talk about time management skills, right, or time management processes, um, we want to go through this every day. Now, if you are able to write this down, this is a good little practice test, if you will. You can take, um, you can write on a piece of paper, kind of three boxes. First box uh, would be O at the top of, uh, let's, I tell you what, let's do it like this. Make three columns on a piece of paper. The first column at the top of that column, write the word often. The second column, uh, write the word sometimes. And the third column, write the word rarely, rarely. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you uh, a series of questions here and just put a check mark often, sometimes, or rarely, which applies to the question. So question number one, do you make a list of what you have to do each day? Do you make a to-do list? often, sometimes, or rarely? Do you uh, prioritize items? Okay. 
Again, often, sometimes, or rarely. Are you able to say no when needed? Often, sometimes, rarely. Check the, check the, the, the box that applies to this. Here's a big one. And, and sometimes I actually struggle with this one, right? Do you procrastinate? Do you procrastinate? All right. And can you fix uh, the next question? Can you relax during your free time? Or are you always thinking about your job as it relates to your to your business? Okay. Are you always thinking about your business? All right. Next question. Are you easily distracted? Often, sometimes, rarely. Check the right, right answer. And do you regularly plan ahead for next week or next month for your small business? Last question. Do you meet deadlines? Often, sometimes, and rarely. Now, I don't have to take an account of this for you. Uh, this is really more of an exercise for you to understand where you are in your journey of your small business. But I will say this, is that time management is extremely important that we all need to make sure that we're making the best use of our time so that we can be as effective as we possibly can in our small and micro business, all right? Now, one of the things when we talk about time management, kind of the next part of that conversation is to understand that this is really all about, as we said earlier, organization and structure. Okay, structure, right? Now, from a time management standpoint, we have to structure our day. Each of us typically have an eight-hour workday. Some of us, you know, in, in business ourselves, we may work, you know, 17 hours a day, depending on, you know, what your workload is. But part of structuring your day, there's really three key components to this. Number one is establishing good working habits, okay? Establishing a good working habit, all right. In other words, you work a full day or you contribute as much time as you possibly can in your business so that you can either, you know, provide the product that needs to be uh, uh, created or provided or the service that's being offered. You could actually provide uh, the service in a timely fashion to your end customer, uh, whatever it may be. You want to make sure that you do establish good working habits. All right. And then the next point in instructing your day is that you have a strict schedule. You have a strict schedule. In other words, you start your work day out at, I don't know, seven o'clock or eight o'clock, nine o'clock, whatever time that you designate to be your business time for your company, for your business. This is the time that you or the schedule that you follow. Maybe you work from nine to five. Maybe you work uh, from seven to three, whatever the schedule is, have a schedule. Why is this important? Well, one of the reasons this is important because this allows you to also schedule time for yourself. You know, one of the things we see with a lot of small business owners is that they work day and night. I have a, a very close family member of mine that is in, is in the construction industry. He, and he works just very, very different hours because of, of you know, the type of business that they're in. And he has to schedule his personal time right? Just like he schedules jobs uh, or the construction job that he's engaged in. So uh, again, you want to make sure that you're able to schedule uh, your day, uh, both personally as well as in your business. And the last point to this, of course, is that you want to set aside hours for tasks 
you do every day. Okay. You want to set aside certain hours for tasks that you do every day. And I'll explain what that means. For example, you know, when you come into the office or when you actually go downstairs, if you're working from home in your small business, you know, is the first thing you check your emails? Well, most of us would probably say, yes, we, we check our emails. Maybe we're looking for customers to respond to us, or we've sent out a quote and we're looking for someone to, to approve it or whatever the case may be. But at the same time, we don't want to lose large swaths of our day because we're constantly online, constantly looking at emails, constantly doing things that take us out of the cycle of being efficient and out of the cycle of managing our time effectively as we should. So another part of, of time management that we really want to talk about here um, is setting priorities. Right. We said a second ago that time is money and money is time. OK, so because of that concept that time is money, it's important that we set priorities. Right. So you want to identify your business's main activities. What's the thing or what's the two or three things that you have to do each day to make your business operate and to keep your business in motion? All right. And, you know, when we start looking at this, this is more of a self-assessment. When we start assessing these things, we want to consider the tasks that you do every single day. What's the thing that you have to do to make your business run? All right. Now, once you understand that, and this is your business, and whether you are, um, let's say that you are, you are a hairstylist, or let's say that maybe you have an automotive repair business, or maybe, you know, you are a, uh, a bakery. All right. There's certain things that you have to do each day to make the business run. Now, some of these things, of course, you know, they do relate to how you make money, how you create income, how you're able to create cash flow in your business. Right. And the, at the same time, other tasks don't relate to making money. OK, such as, you know, maybe I don't know, um, um, uh, taking out the garbage, you know, how many times you take the garbage out on a daily day basis, right? So, uh, you know, again, that's kind of an extreme example. But my point is, if it's not something that needs to be done right now, and it doesn't really contribute to you either uh, creating some type of revenue or driving the business forward, then it's probably something that you can do later in the day when it's not what I would call production time, if you will, right? Let me give you a better example, like paying bills, for example, or, or answering emails. Now, there are certain emails that you have to jump on. You have to be uh, responsive to quotes, uh, you know, clients, uh, uh, responses, things like that. But there's other emails uh, from family members that may not uh, necessarily be uh, something that needs to be done or dealt with right then, right? So you want to make sure and I'm not saying not to, to pay attention to your family members. I'm just saying if someone's asking you something about, I don't know, something that can occur eight weeks from now, you probably want to spend a lot of time on that because that's not driving your business. Um, it's not something that needs to be a priority for that moment. And other tasks, you know, related to, to, to growing uh, your business, for example, you know, if you're working on a new product or, or, or planning a website, for example, for your business, those things probably, and this is just, again, my opinion, those things should probably be done off hours. In other words, when it's not really production hours 
uh, that you need to operate and, and run your business. So again, this is all about setting priorities when we talk about time management, and these are some of the considerations. One of the things I've done before is I create a task list, you know, and I have kind of, you know, uh, what's what's priority, kind of one, these are the ones, right? Uh, this is something I have to do now. Priority uh, is something I can do later. I would consider that a two, for example. Um, things that are not a priority, um, but I need to do now, right? It's not a priority, but I need to take care of it now. Like, for example, I need to pay my light bill, right? Not a priority necessarily because it's paying the bill, but I need to pay the light bill because if I don't pay it, I won't have any lights. So now that becomes somewhat of a indirect priority. So I would rank that maybe a three. And then the last one would be not a priority. And I'll do later, I would rank that number four. So as you create this task list, you know, just write a number. This is a one, this is a two, this is a three, or this is a four. And that helps you to organize your day. It helps you to, to, to keep things on track as you move throughout your day and as you really focus on managing your time. Now, the one thing we all will experience, whether again, you know, you are Amazon or Walmart, you're a Fortune 50 type company, or you are a uh, agricultural startup. Maybe you're a small business and you just been in business for a little over three or four months. And the one thing that we all have in common, the one thing we all have in common is problems will occur. Let's say this together. Problems will occur. Problems will occur. And when you have, or you come against, or you deal with problems in the business, right? This directly impacts time management, okay? So I want to share with you just kind of four thoughts or four ways or more so, maybe I'll say it like this, four steps in the process. How about that? Four steps in the process on how to solve problems in our small and micro business, okay? You ready? Here it goes. So the first thing that we have to do, there's a four-step process. The first step in the process, number one, is to understand the problem. Understand the problem. Now, a lot of times, and I think we all have seen this, right? When problems show up, a lot of folks just react to it. They truly just react. They just respond. You know, they jump on it. They they maybe react to it emotionally, or maybe they react to it financially, and they just throw some money at it and try to fix it that way. They react to it without truly stepping back and trying to understand what the problem is. The next question they need to ask themselves is, how does this problem impact or affect my business? Okay, you have to have a clear understanding of that. Why? Because once you kind of figure out truly what it is, sometimes it may not be what it looks like, right? Maybe it's maybe it's something that is a little more in depth. Maybe it's something that's connected to something else. Maybe there's problem that, uh, for example, maybe it's a shipping problem that occurred. I, my suppliers can't deliver the product to me in time, which means I can't get my service or my product to my end customer on time. Okay, so those are some of the problems, for example, that we'll face from time to time as small business owners. Now, the next step in the process, when we talk about problem solving, right, the next step is to identify the root cause of the problem. Okay, so the first step is to understand the problem, right? What is it? How does it impact my business? And the next step is to identify the root cause of the problem. All right. 
And this is where we dig a little bit, right? Why do I have this problem? That's the thing we need to figure out. And, and particularly when something is a reoccurring problem, when you see it as a challenge, why is this happening? You want to be able to spend some time to understand that because once you understand that, once you understand what it is, how it impacts your business, and why you are having this problem, then this is how we're able to get to the solution, right? The next part of that is understanding what's the underlying cause of this problem. What, what's really behind this, okay? What's really behind this? You know, maybe the problem um, could be a supplier problem. Maybe the problem could be a personnel problem. Um, you know, I don't know, people aren't showing up to work on time. Maybe that's the problem, right? But you wanna understand why do you have this problem and what's the underlying cause of this problem. Step number three in this process of problem solving is to find others who can help you with the solution. Okay, find other people in your orbit of, of influence that can help you with the solution. Now, this other group of people could be family members. It could be a mentor. It could be another small business uh, friend that you have. And even sometimes it could be people that actually work with you or work for you. It could be an employee that can actually be someone that can help you with the problem. And the fourth and final step in problem solving, when we, and this all relates back to time management, is that we have to gather information. Okay, we have to gather information. And what I mean by this is that you want to be able to gather relevant facts and write down all the possible solutions that can actually resolve this problem. So again, time management, we've talked about problem solving, understanding the problem, identifying the root cause, find others who can help you with the solution. And the last point is gather information. The other takeaway from all this is that every single problem has an answer. It can be solved. One way or the other, it can be solved. All right. So let's recap real quick. We talked this uh, today about managing uh, your small business. We've talked about why management matters. We've talked about time management, what are some of the pros and cons, if you will, or best practices to managing your time. Uh, we've touched on just briefly about learning management skills, of course, makes you better at your business. It makes you better at your job of running your business. And ultimately, that means more profits for you. Okay. Um, we've also touched on uh, the basics, really, the basics of uh, of team management skills, some of the things that you'll need to to use or to deploy or to leverage as a business owner. And we, we talk about working with others within our organization, right? And we've talked about how to structure your day. And the last point is how to set priorities, ultimately, which helps us to resolve some of the problems that we'll have on a day-to-day -day basis. So we want to just say thanks. As always, we appreciate you taking time to be part of the Start, Run, Grow family. Uh, again, we want to thank you for joining us for another episode. Hey, we can't do anything without you, the listener, being part of this equation. We want to say thanks to our sponsors, Exilium Community Development Corporation. But most importantly, we want to say thank you to you, our listener. We appreciate you hanging out with us today. And remember, this is the place where we can talk about the most relevant terms as it relates to small and micro businesses. But we also want to share information, gain information, and inspire each other. 
Please visit our website at startrungrowpodcast.com to subscribe. SRG family, remember, your current situation does not determine your future success. Again, I'm your host, Mel Wallace, and we can't wait to strategize with you next time. Until then, thanks. Thanks.